All right, welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardin Ellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And it looks like our friend Andrew Yang has made it back into the news with one podcast. I have a feeling a lot of our audience, Cody, is going to be wanting to tune into this podcast after you're done subscribing to ours. But Cody, please tell us what's going on. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> this morning, I believe Andrew Yang started coming out with some of the official details about his Yang Speaks podcast. This has been something in the works for a while. People have been following him. I think Andrew Yang kind of tongue in cheek mentioned something along the lines of creating his own podcast way back during the the old times, the media blackout times. But yeah. during his campaign, when he was struggling to get media coverage, he did talk about perhaps like maybe I'll just make my own my own platform. But some of the details behind this are kind of interesting, and also we want to talk about some of the guests in the format. So. Just moving on, uh, Andrew Yang did officially announce uh, earlier when the Humanity Forward project started, he mentioned this would be coming. Here's the unveiling of it. The Yang Speaks podcast. So we have a little bit of details here on who his first guest will be. And then he also did a short interview with Variety. I think Zach Groman did with some, a few yeah. more details in there. A couple things in there I thought personally that are kind of fun and interesting. Yeah. Some stuff that, you know, it's paying off in the long run. But uh, also... One other thing. I've been seeing some stuff online, and I have to admit myself, it appears as if Andrew Yang has kind of backed away from CNN. I was wondering if it was mutual, if CNN just wasn't calling, if he... I think a big part of election politics aren't being covered on CNN. I yeah. think another part is, and we'll dive into why, he's been working on this. So anyway, some of the first guests he has slated here for the Andrew Yang podcast. Um, of course, I like how he has number one, Van Jones, who is... Definitely seems to be his... It, it seems like Van Jones, if anyone, is like his... Like the older brother. Like his media the, mentor. Like his, like, yeah, like the his, varsity like, team guy yeah. that's training the young quarterback on JV how to throw touchdowns. Yeah. Know? Well, normally, no. He's competing for him with his job. Anyway, though. Oh, uh, okay. I'm well. just saying, in this world... It's a loose analogy. It's very loose. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the point is, yeah. Man, you don't like any of my analogies, dog. Hey, maybe we should do better ones. Uh, you know, know. I, I challenge hey. our fans to go through and find an analogy you'd have liked. <laughs> I have. Anyway, moving forward, though. So, Van Jones is really cool. Like I said, he has kind of it's seemingly been kind of helping God, Andrew Yang. They've seemingly been very friendly, I guess. They've always seemed to be in good terms, even during the debates. And then he went to CNN. He sat next to Andrew. He sat next to Van Jones in a lot of those early panels on CNN. Yeah. And now he's doing his own thing. Very cool. Uh, Crystal Ball, also someone definitely. Uh, Crystal Ball from The Hill, the co-host mm -hmm. of The Rising Show. And all around, I think she's just personality for The Hill. That's very cool. She'll be appearing on the show. Uh, Ken Jeong. Who was a endorsement endorser? He endorsed Andrew Yang. Yeah, so. he was one of the early ones. Yeah. This one's interesting to me. Uh, Albert Wenger, I believe, venture capitalist. That would be very interesting. And then I'm going to there's Susan Danzinger, another person I've definitely seen on the internet talking about Andrew Yang. And then of course, of course, Evelyn as well. Ba -ba -da -da. But you know what? I, no offense to Andrew Yang, but it's like when uh, like Skip Bayless will have his wife on the show. Sometimes it's weird when it's family members, like when Ben Shapiro That's brings on his wife it's, as it's a just, doctor. It's just because, like, yeah, but like you're, it's a little bit. I don't and then, like, it's weird when they slip and say, yeah, but babe, what about this? It's like, well, not, and then they call wait. him doctor, whatever. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Well, I don't care about that as much. Just the more it's like, you call it. It is nepotism, right? I like Evelyn. I think it's interesting hearing them talk, but it is that's literally your wife you bring it on. At that. Yeah, <laughs> no, like no flame, but it, whenever anyone does it, it does kind of strike me as odd because it's like, yeah, but like what? Just, well, I don't mind. Were you if getting it's ready like... this morning and just said, hey, you mind coming on? We'll make you think. Anyway, moving on. It's not a big deal. I okay. want to get into a couple other details because Andrew Yang. Uh, I think actually it was, I think it was Zach who actually spoke with them, but there were some exclusive details. Hold on, I got to show you guys the logo because this is exclusive to. Variety. So this is exclusive. Uh, please okay. go and look at as many ads on Variety.com as you can. Yeah. Support their exclusive <laughs> Andrew Yang content. Anyway, it says that um, 
blah, blah, blah. They go on to mention that less than two months after ending his 2020 presidential campaign, which, by the way, reading that line, I had to read that line three or four times. Less than two months. Yeah, it's been like basically four weeks, five weeks. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, he's set to launch a new podcast, Yang Speaks, in partnership with Podcast Studio and Network's Cadence 13. Variety has learned. Cadence 13 is just a pretty big... It's funny. It's a pretty big podcast network. Uh, I think the like lo- one of the largest radio conglomerates in the world bought them about a year ago. Yeah. So, really, they're just a big... So massive thing, but here we go. They mentioned the weekly show will broadly cover the future of the U.S. economy and society. According to the show's producers, it will feature an in-depth discussions with thought leaders on a range of topics, including tech, public policy, sports, entertainment, and pop culture, and presumably anything else that is on Yang's mind. The series launch is slated for May 2020, which I believe a lot of us will still be under lockdown in May 2020, so there's, that's something else to add to the carousel of stuff to get you through the day. It will be hopefully the weekly Yang up podcast one thing that's weird i don't know if it's just the way the article is written they mentioned the, the show's producers and as i get through here it makes more and more sense i'm like i thought aj was just kind of like starting a podcast like obviously it's not just him in his basement right he's gonna work with the team to do it but uh no this seems to be a little bit bigger and more of a it's gonna be like one of those there's a pod there's a podcast i like on showtime and it's like at a certain point i'm like when you're on Showtime for 90 minutes, isn't is it just it a, a podcast? Is it just or? a show? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with just having a successful talk show. I just, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Regardless, here's the other interesting tidbit I thought. So they mentioned that the guests on Yang Speak will include some of the smartest and most interesting people in the world. That's according to Zach Grumman, who is the former campaign manager and now a senior advisor. By the way, is senior advisor above or below EP, right? When, I, no. think I, I feel like I would rather be not the senior advisor, but uh, it's almost like we were joking before. He's like he's like uh, yeah. Robert Duvall in The Godfather. Yeah. Right? He's just like Andrew Yang's <laughs> right hand. Yeah, he's like his right hand man. Just like he follows him everywhere. I'm campaign manager now. I like how he, they have officially moved him from like a role. He's, like, he, he's just an advisor. He's just like, uh, yeah. God, like what? There's, there's, uh, can we just start calling it's him like, conciliating? It's like, it's like in Star Trek. Is he even an advisor in Star Trek? Someone just sits next to him and tells him what to do? Uh, anyway, I thought that was really funny, the 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 way that the, the, they mentioned him there as uh, Andrea, how Zach is kind of molded into, yeah, he's just kind of Yang's guy. He, he's going to be there with him helping him do stuff. Um, but this is the other thing I wanted to touch on that I thought was hilarious. I don't know if you guys remember, but we actually did a video on this a while ago, and it was um, right when Yang went to CNN. This article came out from Deadline saying that Andrew Yang and Evelyn Yang officially signed with CAA. Yep. Uh, CAA is just a large um, artist. Uh, Creative artist, artist agency. Repre- yeah, it's agency. a big agency. Agency yeah. is what I couldn't think of. Um, and what I think is funny is you now look at how, so how does Andrew Yang score this uh, podcast? Well, it appears that Cadence 13 landed the pack with Yang's team after they reached out to CAA to express interest in a podcast partnership. Andrew Yang's passionate ideals and vision for the future resonate with millions of people. And they even get like the they even get the whole press release thing. It's just funny. His people the, called their people and well, they did lunch. Well, very quickly, he moved from a political... And I, I think Van Jones probably helped him with this a little bit. Like, no, nah, dude, trust me. I mean, maybe not Van Jones, but someone definitely told Andrew when he dropped out and started getting more into the media stuff, you got to sign with an agency. Get on a network. Get your face out there. Boost your exposure. And then you can go do your own show. I feel like Van Jones is like saying, whatever you do, don't sign with these networks that work you 12 hours a day and don't pay you what you're worth. Go do your own yeah. thing somewhere. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. So it seems, it just seems to me that it's really cool to see there's been a lot of talk for God. Close to a year-ish, not a year, maybe like seven, eight months. Of well, Yang they, doing people a first suggested it during the uh, the Yang Media blackout. Yeah, exactly. They suggested it. I remember hearing a lot of uh, overtures of this and a lot of demand for it when his microphone was sh- first shut off. Yeah, the first debate. In the very, very first NBC debate. 
So uh, it seems like this has definitely been a long time coming, and I'm pretty sure that he's got a a, a pretty solid built-in audience for this right well, now. Well, no, but the thing I wanted to just touch on there, I think it's cool to see how it played out. It isn't just him in his garage doing like a like a Joe Rogan kind of thing. Hey, what are you saying, dog? What are you saying? Well, you know what no. I mean? It's not like he just like, oh, we'll just start a show. I mean, like he went out and signed with an agency and then his agency went and signed with a yeah. very big thing. He's going to be at probably a very nice studio. It's it's going to be done to the nines, which is very cool. It's going to be like podcast one where you show up and you got the oh, rights no, yeah, to exactly. Studio A. And, but yeah. I mean, I, I'm just very glad to see that he did it right and he's going to be done out because the next thing I want to get in because it's going to be very cool. I'm excited to watch it. Is the guest because he actually asked if you, maybe some of you guys caught when I showed that tweet in the very beginning. He was asking people to post suggestions for guests. I thought it'd be fun for just a minute here. We're Do just we gonna need roll a drum through. roll. Well, no, because these are suggestions. But I want to roll through because I just want to get in the comments. I want you guys to let us know what you, who you guys want to see on there. I think uh, let's see the couple interesting ones we'll touch on. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the idea of having because here's the funny thing, right? Someone said Joe Biden instinctually. I'm like hey, Joe Biden. They can't be. And I was like, wait a minute. Andrew Yang endorsed him and he's not running for president anymore. Like, why couldn't Joe Biden be in this show? Yeah. It seems like actually what's scary is when you it, think about it. It would probably it, do a lot of good for Joe Biden. No, but it would just be logical. What, a high-profile yeah. endorser of Joe Biden just started the new show? Wouldn't it make sense to have him as a guest on it? So that was one that when I first read it, I was like, ah, come on, Joe Biden. But then I'm like, yeah, not only is Andrew Yang not competing against Joe Biden, he's allegedly a supporter. I did some research to find the last time Andrew Yang spoke up against Joe Biden. The last time I think so was the Breakfast Club when he just briefly mentioned, yeah, I guess I'll be in his administration because no one's writing articles about anything to do with those two guys. Yeah. But that was one that even though it sounds kind of eh, if any of them are going to happen, that's the other. But then the other one I think would be cool. People have mentioned, of course. Oh, Ben Shapiro. You got it. Yeah. Tiny Ben. Of that'd be course. Great. Now, Come I, on. I would love Come on. I think Obama would be pretty fun. I think Obama would be fun. Okay. Fair uh, enough. And then we've seen a lot of stuff Fair like uh, Joe Rogan, Chris Cuomo. Um that's why I don't want to go too far down. There's a lot of people that sure could be. The one that stuck out to me the most, though, was um, Biden. Because while at first I'm like, that's so stupid. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, God, yeah, Biden probably is going to be one of those early guests. Yeah. I mean, Biden will, like, literally, it'll be like, hey, Biden, this Yang guy endorsed you and he has a podcast. And I guess I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty popular. Um, like, wouldn't it make sense that when you're running for president, yeah. stuck at home in quarantine to do like a well, to you, zoom into the you, podcast? You know what I think oh, would God, be interesting, that's gonna too. Happen. It's going to happen, man. Is all the able-bodied ex-presidents, I think would be interesting. See, Barack Obama was so young. People, you know... But, like, Bush has stayed completely out of the spotlight post-presidency. No, remember? He went to a baseball game with Alan DeGeneres. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for that faded... That that fa ill-fated game at the Dodger Stadium. Didn't you give Michelle Obama candy? Uh, I don't know, but like Vince Vaughn was caught talking to him, and everybody freaked out too. Which is dumb because Vince Vaughn's like one of the noted Hollywood. It's like yeah, one of yeah. The things about him. That's Vince noted. Vaughn's he's a so right. He's libertarian. Yeah, you know? it's just he's like one of them. He's like, well, oh my god, who's uh, uh Angelina Jolie's dad? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and many rumors say Angelina Jolie herself, except for she's done a lot better job of staying under the radar. She's very anti-socialism. And she's been very vocal about anti-socialism because of the uh, charity work she's done. I forgot that's the poll of life. Question. It's e everybody, of life. everybody in life falls on the anti-socialism. The line in the sand, my friend, that distinguishes the righteous okay. from the before worthy. Before we go on, before we wait for too long, <laughs> so I think I want to wrap up. With so just, no, no, but ex-presidents. Ex yeah. um, I, I wouldn't want to drag an ex-president on there that is having. Um, 
you know, I, I think like Bill Clinton's starting to be slow, not as engaging, but I, I think the recent ones, he's not as interesting. He's really slowed down a lot lately. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it's like the Weinstein thing where it's like you only see him when people are like trying to like accuse him of things. So he's always like, oh, but no, when I see you know, Bill, like, you know, seems, maybe like, like just, I as, think he's fine. As I long mean. as he felt it, he was up to it. And I'm not trying to dog on Clinton because I think there's some very interesting yeah. things that could be talked about during the Clinton presidency because we're so busy ragging on these people. Um, I, I mean, I, 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 I partisanly joke and jest a lot, but we're so busy ragging on these people about certain things. We can never go into like, wow, this happened during your presidency. You know, w w what were you thinking? What was going through your head? And uh, just kind of getting beyond just the, the bickering noise. Now that all the worry about reelection is over, just being able to retrace some of those steps with ex-presidents, I would find that intriguing. You know what I'm saying? I would actually find that quite intriguing. Yeah. That and then also just really cool. Andrew Yang was probably the most sports proficient of all the candidates. He was regularly tweeting about games and regularly tweeting about uh, um, all kinds of athletic events uh, around the nation. And it really seemed to wow a lot of these athletes that um, he would retweet or else he would uh, quote and stuff. Um, I think there was a group of professional basketball players like, whoa, a presidential candidate just retweeted us. Well, we might just be Yang Gang now. Well, I, think, <laughs> you know? I, think it, I think it was Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah. Uh, when, he, when Yang, I don't think he went to a Nets uh -huh. game, but uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, exactly. I would love, you so know. So getting some of these athletes would be real cool. You know, a little sports reference, I would love to see Yang sit down with James Dolan for 90 minutes. That'd be a great one. Okay, who's James Dolan? Owner of the Knicks. Oh, Andrew Yang's already had a lot of stuff to say about James Dolan. Although I, I don't want to, okay, we're going okay. a little bit long here. Yeah, but it's one thing I want to talk about too. You brought it up earlier. Twenty, thirty years from now, well, maybe not thirty, like forty-five years from now, right? Yeah. My larger point is because Obama was so young, he might be later in his life, like one of the longest people, like one of the furthest distances between having been in office to still be alive Yeah, for like if JFK right? had not been shot. Like, yeah, same, similar. He'd be like he 70 would, and 80 and be like, I was president 40 years ago. Yeah, he know? would still be around ago. now and would be like this amazing sounding board. Yeah, I guess Jimmy Carter, Same though? with Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, see, Jimmy Carter was around for a really, really long time. Because he was president in the 70s, early 80s, right? Late uh, 70s, early 80s for Carter? Well, yeah, yeah. Reagan was elected in 80. Yeah, so, yeah, so the and 70s, so that's yeah. when the world changed for the better. Okay. But, so he but was 76 to that. 1980. But Jimmy yeah. Carter could be like, yeah, I was president in 1977. Like, wow, that was We had a lot of old presidents now, you know? and a lot of presidents that died much earlier than they're dying now. So we haven't really enjoyed the longevity of a post-presidency in my adult life, um, except for George W. Bush. But he's so quiet post-spotlight. I mean, he's like really committed to this idea well, that I think he's wanted for war crimes in some countries too. Oh so. stop. I'm looking at the literally Everybody, I think that every American is. Let me tell you right now. Almost president. Let me tell you right now, there's no country that views us as Democrats and Republicans. They view us as whatever they're supposed to view us as. No. Either as the great Satan or yeah. the great savior. Not the great Satan always. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. America is the great Satan. I'm just saying I think that might be possible wise. Like there was a lot of stuff that went on when he was president that like, yeah maybe Maybe I'll wait till a little more time has passed before I go back and public. But we, uh, anything else you want to wrap up? I went really long on this. That's I just it. definitely want in the comments, please let us know, guys, uh, who you want to see in Andrew Yang's podcast. Like I said, to me personally, oh man, I'd love to see James Dolan on that podcast. But I do think the Biden one's happening. It's just if, if Biden's still running for president in July, well, he needs all I the really positive attention he can get. Point right being, now. yeah, and one of his more prominent 
somebody who ran against him dropped out and endorsed him or has a popular show, which I'm assuming it will be in a few yeah. months. Yeah, dude, he kind of has to be on, which that's, hold on to your butts for that one, the Obama-Biden yeah. one. No, the Obama, the, the Yang, the Yang Biden, because I'm trying to imagine, like, if Biden starts doing his weird, like, he should get, like, how would Yang handle People that, forget right? Sanders is still in the race. He should get Sanders. <laughs> he should get well, Sanders on there. He just, he can't. He, he just probably can't. Really. Actually, you know what he should Unless do? Unless he had both. He should just put the camera behind Bernie Sanders and just have a sound bite that's recorded really, really well from the debates of, it's the billionaires and the corporations. <laughs> just because, you know, that's that's what the answer is going to be every single time. Well, I, mean, I mean, it does seem like Andrew would probably prefer to have Bernie over Biden. But, be, I mean, just politically, I don't see how he could have Bernie instead of Biden. I don't. Like. The yeah. guy you endorse probably has to be on your show, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. As but long as Biden I think goes that's first. coming up. Uh, but it's also that wouldn't be the worst thing. I would just be curious to see if Andrew Yang's talking to Biden and he starts doing that stuff where Biden's like not answering questions, like you're doing weird stuff, just kind of like, oh, wait, no, I mean, uh, like would Yang be like, just play it cool? Would he kind of be like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. Like, would you, that's a, that's a weird position to be in, especially for, I'm assuming you'll have someone else in the show help him. Cause seriously, it's like you're endorsing the guy for president, but I, nobody, I don't think anybody wants to put the person they're endorsing for president on the spot in general. Anyway, you're not going to ask tough follow-ups. You're not going to be like, well, no, hold on a minute, Joe. Well, really? I mean, what do you, what do you mean by Yang's that? personality isn't exactly the tough question asker. Yeah, so it might be an easy interview uh, Biden, but just funny. I'm looking forward to if it does happen. He doesn't mention it. It's not confirmed, but I really... He's like a Larry King. He's more Larry yeah. King than he is, you know, yeah. Tucker Carlson, exactly. all right? But, but I think I would be... I'll, I guess I'll just wrap it up. I, if I was Joe Biden, I'd be upset if I didn't get an invite to the show. Oh. I wouldn't be furious, but I kind of feel like, oh, okay. But Joe Biden's probably already forgot who Andrew Yang is. Yeah. <laughs> Joe well, Biden the, is living in a beautiful uh, spot right well, now. The, well, Joe, the Joe Biden campaign is being managed by, uh, what, he has executors of his estate, I guess, managing the stuff for him right now. But uh, no, it's, <laughs> any, but every campaign's like that. You know what I mean? You have people that do handle this stuff for you. Case in point, remember, no one asked Andrew Yang to make a podcast for them on their network. His agency was reached out to by a network. I mean, it's just, yeah. it, that's how this stuff works. We went... A little bit longer than I wanted to discussing the who would be on it. But I do think yeah. former presidents would be cool. I would love to see sports figures. Maybe not James Dolan, but I'd love to see him talk. I'd like to see Andrew Yang talk freely. I actually, you know what? I got uh, I got um, blown off by Andrew Yang. I asked him if uh, if you're watching there, Andrew's question remains. Is Sam Darnold the future of the New York Jets? <laughs> I asked him. He just blew me off. I have it on video. He just looked at me and turned away. He heard me. I know he heard me. <laughs> So I, I, that remains, Andrew. Is is Darnold the future? I'll ask him that uh, whenever football season starts again. Ah, that's all I got to say. Uh, that's funny. Well, let us know what you guys think. Um, please follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. Cody's fingers are flying on the Twitter machine at PSP Radio 1, so you got to make sure that you're following us. Also, we're on Instagram and on Facebook and on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, consider joining the channel. It's a really inexpensive way to keep us corporate sponsorship free and make sure these videos keep coming to you on the tube of you. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.